Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell. I hope I'm being heard. Um, with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Um, today, I want to talk about General Milley uh, because it's creating quite a stir over here. But before I do, I want to remind everybody tomorrow, we do have the vid chat, the members vid chat. That'll be at 2 p.m. Uh, U.S. Central Time tomorrow. As usual, I'm going to be in there early uh, for the pre-chat. Uh, please remember to get your questions, comments emailed to me by 10 o'clock this evening, U.S. Central Time. Anyway, hello to everybody in the chat room. As usual, folks, I won't be paying too close of attention while I'm talking to what's going on in the chat room, but I do want to talk about General Milley because I think there's another thing going on in the background here, and it's really wild, high-octane speculation of mine as to what I think may be going on. Um, I'm not trying to excuse General Milley or any of the people involved in the now infamous phone call to his Chinese counterpart. But for those of you overseas, particularly, uh, I think there are some geopolitical implications here, none of them very good. <laughs> um, so I want to review the General Milley situation and give you what I think may be going on. First of all, as you know, Bob Woodward, in uh, cooperation with another individual, recently authored a book in which, based on, of course, anonymous sources, so take that for whatever it's worth, as usual, I'm taking this whole thing as true for the sake of argument and speculation, all right? So according to Woodward's book, and if those of you who don't know who Bob Woodward is, he was one of the Washington Post reporters, very young at the time, who was involved with Deep Throat taking down President Richard Nixon after the Watergate break-in. So anyway, according to the book, General Milley called his Chinese counterpart a couple of times, one of them, I believe, on October 20th, before the last federal election in 2020. And in that call, reportedly, General Milley said, we will alert you if there's any planned attack on China. Now, the story is that Milley did this and was in cahoots with the Speaker of the House, Nancy Piglosi, as I like to call her, uh, because they were afraid that Trump was off the rails and he was going to attack communist China. Uh, that's the story they're putting out. Now, I don't disbelieve that they would think that. However, at the same time, let me be very clear, you'd have to have been completely asleep at the wheel not to have figured out that there was something wrong with Joe Biden going into that election not to mention what we've seen now. So I suspect this was as much about Joe Biden as it was about Donald Trump, although they were using the crisis of opportunity to attack their favorite political enemy. Um, 
according to Woodward's book, General Milley also made some senior officers in the military command structure aware of the, this phone call and that he was going to be part of the chain of command of any decision whether or not to use nukes and that they were to inform him. And then according to the book, he looked each officer present in the eye and made them understand that this was kind of a personal commitment or oath that they had made to him. Now, this is serious in and of itself, folks, because as you know, according to the U.S. Constitution, uh, the commander-in-chief is the president. The president sets the policy, the foreign policy of the nation, and sets the uh, military agenda or military policy of the nation, not a general acting on his own. Now, we're going to get back to this in a minute. Around this time, you might recall, this was shortly before, during the run-up to the election. Uh-oh, I just froze. Boy, I wish it would quit doing this. Okay. I keep freezing, folks, and I hope I'm not freezing on your end. All right. Now, shortly before the election, right around this time, before we were made aware of this Millie phone call, you might recall that there were a couple of articles that there was some talk, and this proceeded all the way up to right around a couple of weeks before Biden-Nemco's um, bit of inaugurational theater. And the scuttlebutt was, well, we need to consider very seriously the possibility of turning the nuclear football over to a committee to protect ourselves against the danger of a president going nuts and launching, okay? Um, and again, I suspect that that talk continued because this is as much about Mr. Biden as it is about Mr. Trump, but it's about more than that. Now, one of the things I want to point out to you is that in the nuclear age, with several countries possessing nuclear weapons, and a few of them, China, Russia, the United States, Great Britain, France, possessing thermonuclear weapons, that it is absolutely essential for foreign powers to have a clear idea as to who is in charge of those weapons and is authorized to use them. So in other words, we know that Emmanuel Macron has control of the French nuclear weapons, Boris Johnson of the British nuclear weapons, Vladimir Putin, and so on. Okay, in other words, it's very crucial for you to know who has the decision-making authority. Now, in the United States case, we've just been served up a glaring example of a potential for the military to wrest control of those nuclear weapons out of their constitutional chain of command in the presidency. Um, so in other words, the question that Milley is raising glaringly and during a time when you have a regime in Swampington, D.C. that is clearly headed by someone who's not all there mentally. The question becomes one of who is 
making the policy and who is really in charge. And quite frankly, folks, at this stage, if you're looking just at Swampington, D.C., it's rather difficult to tell who it is about the only thing that we can tell is that whoever it is, they have a radical left-wing agenda. Now, I have my suspicions vis-a-vis communist China and their relationship to the Biden and co family as to the role or degree of their significance. But I don't think that they're the only players here. Now, in addition to all of this, what's beginning to happen, and pay attention to this one, folks, because we're getting close to the core of my high-octane speculation here. We're getting calls now, predominantly from the Republicans. I have not heard any Democrats, but I suspect that there is within their party leadership, at least within the congressional delegation, some concern over this whole episode as well. But there is call now on the American media from members of Congress to have, and this is an essential point to note, a bipartisan commission to look at Milley's behavior here and determine what should be done with him. Should he be cashiered, forced to resign, face trial for treason? We've even heard that one. On and on it goes. Um, It's that commission that I think is the goal here because I think there's another goal here. If we had a bipartisan commission studying this, then obviously the purpose of that commission is not simply to determine the guilt, innocence, and what should be done to or with General Milley. The purpose of the commission, I submit, is to figure out what really should be the determining policy-setting control over America's nuclear arsenal. Because this has been the goal, I suspect, all along. I've even talked with Catherine Fitz about this in one of her quarterly reports a few months ago where we both speculated on this topic. I suspect that part of this goal is because they've been talking about this business of presidents going off, you know, off the reservation mentally and, you know, Trump and Biden being the two examples that they've been trotting out here, um, that the real goal is to wrest control. And please note me here, folks, because this is an important point. I suspect that the United States is being used as a beta test here for something much bigger in Mr. Globaloni's scheming uh, little mind, and that is to figure out a way to wrest control of nuclear arsenals away from national governments and their normal chain of command. In other words, to put it somewhat differently, to privatize or corporatize those nuclear arsenals. And the United States is the test bed 
all you need to do to convince people to surrender their national control is convince them of the dangers of some nutcase leader like General Milley or Joe Biden or Donald Trump or whoever you pick to have any control over them. Of course, that assumes that they're not going to be nutcases in the ranks of Mr. Globaloni. But this is the agenda that I think is going on here. You've got to remember that right now the United States is basically an occupied nation that's been that that Mr. Globaloni has seized all of the levers of government, and you see the results. Insane, absurd vaccine mandates and so on and so forth. Um, the the interesting, yeah, oligarchs with nukes, thank you. That's, I think, the long-term goal here. Now, I'm not saying this is going to play out overnight. Obviously not. I think what you're seeing is a coordinated, very slow effort to start planting the meme and ginning up. Uh, let's, let's not forget, you know, Bob uh, Woodward is strongly associated with the Washington Post. And if you know anything about that, you know about connections to intelligence and so on and so forth. So I think you're seeing the beginning of another meme dropping campaign. And if they get this bipartisan commission going, rest assured that one of the things it's going to do is make, quote unquote, recommendations for how to handle the nuclear football. Um, and that's going to be yet another chip away at the constitutional form of government in this country. So there's big geopolitical fallout here, folks, because if you're a Great Britain or a France or a Germany or an Italy or an India or a Japan, are you going to trust the United States as an ally, first of all, under the circumstances of these Milley revelations? And secondly, are you going to trust the United States as an ally, regardless of what recommendations such a commission may make when it becomes all too easy and apparent for someone to go rogue and attempt to establish a private foreign policy in opposition or in parallel to the executive? This is the problem. So in other words, America's geopolitical prestige took a huge hit from the exposure of this military uh, operation, this, this military operation, uh, and it's going to continue to suffer. Remember, this follows on the Afghanistan fiasco, and this follows upon all of the nonsense with the planned scamdemic. So... This is one to watch, folks. I'm very, very disturbed about the signals I'm hearing and picking up on. I think this is kind of a prelude to something much bigger that's going to work itself out over time and then spread from the United States elsewhere. Anyway, thank you for... Yeah, it's... I think the re Recce Report says, I think the reason what many of us feel as though we've had the hardest last couple of years is because we've just had a small taste of what it's like to be subjects in an empire. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm sorry for about 
such a kind of gloomy prognosis, but it's my honest opinion at this stage of watching this Millie story unfold. I, I may change my opinion in a couple of weeks. Who knows, depending on more details that we might or might not learn. Anyway, don't forget tomorrow, the vid chat at 2 p.m. U.S. Central Time. Please get your questions in. Uh, questions and comments emailed to me by two, uh, pardon me, 10 o'clock this evening, U.S. Central Time. Please remember to put vid chat questions all in capitals in the subject uh, header so that I know to open it and get it printed out. And please don't forget to put your username at the very beginning of your questions and comments. Anyway, thank you for tuning in, folks. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.